0: Before we begin our discussion, we would like to mention that this episode is sponsored by Audible.com.
1: If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do, Audible is an application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible
0: doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs. And I know that you just read something recently for the podcast.
1: Yeah, recently I actually just read Joe Hill's Horns and it became kind of difficult to read the book all the time. The audio book just made it so much easier to be able to listen to that in the car. Great book, by the way, if anybody wants to check it out. It's amazing.
0: Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm -hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And like I said, they have way more than just audiobooks. They also do podcasts. So obviously we're huge fans of that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash the extra sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to thank you. Audible.com for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm.
1: my name is amanda and i'm kristen and we are the extra
0: extra sisters sisters. so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 98 whoa and in this episode we are going to discuss skeleton key with oh my god kate hudson who i just absolutely love just gonna throw that out there and this Mm -hmm. is from 2005 But before we start talking, we would like to wish a happy birthday to two of our patrons, to Jordan and to Cynthia. We hope you have the best birthdays. They're coming up or have they're this week because they're coming
1: up this week. Yeah.
0: So happy birthday. Thank you so much for the support. You guys are awesome.
1: Happy birthday, you guys. Thank you so much.
0: So I put this movie on the schedule because this was one of those, you know, those nostalgic movies that you watch when you're like, you know, young and they just really do it for you when you're a kid. This was one of those movies for me.
1: You were what, 12? God, I
0: I was born in 92. So 2005, do the math. I don't know, math.
1: Yeah. Well, I was 15 in 2005. You're three years younger than me. So 12, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure okay yeah. sure, sure. yeah yeah I trust you I'm an English person you know
1: not, not math no no
0: I don't do math even on my fingers so that's why I kept dropping out of college because ever I'd be like yeah and then they'd be like math time and I'd be like nope I'm out Peace. Uh, yeah I've dropped out of college three times so no I'm not doing it so yes I think I was that that age that sounds right yeah 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 so anyways
1: and you haven't seen it since then
0: I watched it, yeah, I I had seen it a few times, but it was all kind of within that, like, 2005, 2006, maybe, like, once in 2007 when I would, like, get my friends that didn't really like horror or want to watch horror to watch horror, I would be like, let's watch Skeleton Key because, like, it's not the scariest movie ever, but, like if you're not a horror fan and you're younger, there were some scenes where, like, she woke up and her lips were sewn together, which, you know, that's kind of spooky, right. you know? Yeah. And it was, like, a southern Louisiana hoodoo kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, there were some elements there that mm-hmm. we liked. So so I know, like, when I rewatched this, to be perfectly honest, was it the best thing I'd ever seen in my life? No. Was it as, mm-hmm. like thrilling as I remember it being no was (laughs) I super excited to watch it again yes so
1: good
0: I it's hard to say really how good this movie is for me because I am incredibly biased if you know what I mean so I'm Mm -hmm. interested to hear like opinions about somebody that does it because we've talked about this before like when like for example when we talked about urban legend you were like i live and i was like right nah, it's fine but no you know what i'm saying like uh, i I know these are that's like apples and oranges because they're completely two different movies but i'm just saying i have so much nostalgia behind this film and i don't know if you have any at all so you know that's kind of where i'm coming from so
1: I don't have any nostalgia. I had seen this probably about when I was 15 and watching horror when it came out. And then I never really saw it again. But re-watching it, I still had fun. It was still a good time.
0: Yeah, I really... And Kate Hudson, it's not like she's just one of those no-name actors, you know. Mm-hmm. It's She's a big actress, you know. So right. it's not like these performances are dull and painful to watch. They're pretty good, and I do enjoy – this is why I was so excited for Ma, too, because of this movie. When that came out, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I haven't really seen a Voodoo Hoodoo movie, which I know they're not the same, but Skeleton Key, really, because when, you know, the white face and all that stuff and the sewn lips, and then Ma was Mm -hmm. like, like, So.
1: Literally, my first note on this movie is we need more Hoodoo horror movies. Come on, man. That was awesome. Right.
0: Respectfully to the culture, obviously. Exactly. But they even bring up in this film. Now, I didn't do my own research on this, so take that with a grain of salt. But they even bring up how, like, voodoo and hoodoo are different. And voodoo mm-hmm. as a religion is not hoodoo as in, like, the, the just the magic part of it. Right. You know? So I don't know how true that is. They could have just thrown that in there for the movie. I have no idea. Didn't honestly look it up, but... Just throwing that out there, I am not here to disrespect voodoo. (laughs) Like, that's not my goal. Right.
1: Agreed. I also didn't research it, so take that with a grain of salt. I don't know what's going on other than what they say in the movie.
0: But they specifically say hoodoo. Now, when you Google hoodoo, I'm doing it right now on my computer. It comes up as hoodoo skeleton key. So they may have just Mm -hmm. fucking made... No, okay, Wikipedia says hoodoo folk magic, so... It says it's a culture and an inheritance to the descendants of American slavery. All right. So to be very careful and respectful, it basically comes up as black magic. Who do witches speak out on the appropriation? So I uh, maybe that's why we haven't seen it come up in culture because you have to be very careful. 2005 was a different time than 2020. You know right. what I mean? But They did bring in the fact, of course, we're going to talk about the plot, that these are, like, former slaves that are doing this and perpetrating this magic. Which is kind of badass, though, because they're gaining eternal life, you know.
1: Through people that were abusing them, and then we're going to kill them, we find out.
0: Yeah, so, you know, good for them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's almost how I feel. Like, at the end, you're like, oh, my God, poor Kate Hudson. But then at the same time, I mean, go you guys, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's not like Kate Hudson specifically was doing anything wrong. She was just wrong place, wrong time. But these Mm -hmm. former slaves are now basically continuing life by using other people's bodies to continue on their souls. So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know. Yeah, so, anyways. (laughs) Caroline. And and my favorite thing, Brad had no idea what I was talking about. And he was like, what movie are you watching? And I was like, Skeleton Key. And I just looked at him and I went, Caroline. He had (laughs) no idea why. But that's like the biggest like thing that I remember from this movie is just her being chased through this house and Mm -hmm. the old woman just going, Caroline. You know, and it reminds me also of Cape Fear. Robert. I was just
1: thinking of when you just said that, I was like, Counselor. Counselor. Yeah. So
0: I don't (laughs) it's just those are so like spooky. You know, like Mm -hmm. when you're being like called for like that. Ugh. But so this film goes it's a fairly simple plot, but it's entertaining enough, like you said. So a hospice nurse named Caroline is at a nursing home in the beginning, and she doesn't like how patients are basically just disposable. They get rid of them, make room for new beds. That's really any nursing home, but obviously as a hospice nurse and you lose a patient, especially when you're young, that's difficult, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, you see her reading to this old man. She reads him to death. That's very sweet and very caring, and she seems to love these people.
0: Yes, and then you also learn, of course, she has to have a tragic backstory, And that is that she lost her father and she wasn't there to care for him. And so now she's kind of making up for that by caring for other people. Right. So she goes to, she leaves that job and she decides to be like a private in-home hospice nurse because she feels like that is going to make more of a difference. And so she goes to this home in this like swamp like, remote parish of Louisiana. And the older woman, her name is Violet Devereaux, and her husband apparently had a major stroke, her husband Ben, and he was mostly paralyzed. He doesn't speak. He's basically just in a wheelchair or in bed doing nothing. Right. You know, basically a vegetable. And their family's estate lawyer. Luke Marshall is also basically handling their affairs, doing their will, hires her. So he's very involved with the family as well.
1: hmm
0: Now, sh- she goes in, and Violet is like, she's a Jersey girl that won't understand the house, doesn't really want to have anything to do with her, is very off-putting. Doesn't have
1: an accent.
0: Yeah, she don't have no Southern accent. She's not not <laughs> from around here, you know. We don't like that. We don't like Yankees. <laughs> Which is true.
1: Oh my god! They don't I'm saying that to a Yankee.
0: Y'all don't have the same manners. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but you know, especially being from like that deep South, mm-hmm. it's just different. And she's like, she won't understand the house. You know that it's because mm-hmm. basically she's like, it's got ghosts. You find out later. She's like, you're not gonna get it. You ain't. You, you don't get it.
1: Right. This is also a very poverty-stricken area. Like, she rolls in town and she sees a couple of women literally walking a baby carriage in the middle of nowhere. Like, you have no idea how long they've been walking or where they're going. That is some intense poverty.
0: Yeah, because she's from, she's, like, living in New Orleans, which is, like, an hour away or, like, 45 Mm -hmm. minutes. She says it's less than an hour, but it's, like, barely less than an hour. Right. So, she is decides to take. And this is a live in job. It's not like she's driving back to New Orleans every night and then showing up to the house. She gets her own room and she stays there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So she accepts the position and she takes care of Ben. And she, Violet gives her this, and we get the name skeleton key because it works on every single room in the house. Her key does, except for this random room in the attic where Ben had this mysterious stroke. Right and she's also our main character is intelligent but also like a little she's very risky she's not stupid she's just very risky because she's like oh it's an old woman like even if she caught me doing something she'd just fire me
1: right i don't know
0: yeah like i know that i would be like she doesn't the whole premise of this kind of skipping ahead a little bit is this magic doesn 't work if you don 't believe in it. My ass would be caught immediately like yeah, no, you wouldn't have to convince me hardly of any shit at all. My ass you show me something weird, like she finds the room in the attic, she basically busts it open and finds all this. I'm I know this probably but the witchy stuff, you know, all the guru <laughs> stuff, all of the jars and candles and old records of conjuring spells and stuff like my ass would be like no. Uh, 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 all right. there this is why he fucking had a stroke. This is some like mm-hmm. black magic. It's like uh, uh, I'm out. I'm out. I believe in this shit. No.
1: Agreed. I love that they're jumping ahead. There's a point where she meets the old nurse that was taking care of Ben, the, the one that quit, that wasn't taken care of. And she makes a comment, and I literally wrote it down. And Kate Hudson goes, I heard it can't hurt you if you don't believe. And the nurse goes, I suggest you leave before you do. And I'm like, whoo, yeah, you should get the fuck out of there.
0: And they made a point to for this nurse to be black the previous one she's like i was out as soon as i saw that shit like i was gone as fuck because and i don't mean that to be like for the horror movie stereotype of like black people are are, like oh fuck this i just mean for the cultural reasons of where she lived where she was louisiana like that culture there this woman was like nope my family knew like no Uh uh
1: exactly even kate hudson's old roommate who is still her best friend and she talks to her throughout the movie brings her to a hoodoo place that her aunt goes to and she goes I don't believe in it I just know that my aunt goes in that one place and I'm sure that's a lot of New Orleans like I know there's some creepy shit going on over there I don't go in but if you want to go in there you go
0: yeah like well and you can still respect it and be like cautious just because I don't particularly believe in something I'm not one to say what's right or wrong or is true or untrue like you may be Right. right And I may be wrong. I don't know. And in the event that you are right, I'm gonna stay over here.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to figure out which one. So right.
0: And if you are right, that's some that's some strong stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dude. Come on, I'm gonna stay right over here. I respect you. You respect me. <laughs> cool. You know what I mean? And, and that's pretty much the same thing with all religions, but. I digress. I don't feel like talking about religion today. So <laughs> we're going to do it in the Fair. capacity of hoodoo. That's, that's, you know, that's what we're going to do here. So she, she does talk to that nurse and her, the nurse tells her to leave. But because the reason she does is basically what we're leading up to. She notices like in her first like day or two in the house, there are no mirrors. You can mm-hmm. see where they were, but they've all been taken down. Mhm. And basically, Violet writes it off as, I'm old. Like, I don't want to see that I'm aging.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But, like, my grandmothers, both of them, as they got older, they were more in the mirror than most young people I know because they were like, gotta cover this shit up you know gotta
1: gotta print more exactly yeah and
0: my like one of my grandmothers was like all about her hair you know like and i know not everybody's like that but this woman definitely like one of the observations i'm sure she made which they didn't talk about was like she still did her hair and stuff
1: right like how
0: so she obviously did to some extent care about her appearance Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so why why are there no mirrors in the house And on that note, Ben can still show expression, and at some point, she even shows him just her compact mirror, and he freaks the fuck out. Right. Panics.
1: So, Which I'm still interested. What did he see? Because we don't know.
0: Well, later, you know that basically his fucking body got snatched because he was surrounded by mirrors, and one went barreling towards him. So, just mirrors are very triggering, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) You know, like... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm being dumb. Because he just got... I mean... Okay, so, total spoiler. But we find out that the lawyer, the attorney that's been helping them, was Ben. Like, that's what happened. They body switched. So, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. If this is the poor, 30-something attorney looking at an old face in the mirror, yeah, I think that would fuck me up, too.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the whole right that this happens you know they're surrounded by mirrors and then a mirror like at the end comes barreling towards Kate Hudson flashing basically all the bodies that she's ever been in now it's mm-hmm. going to be her body so yeah it's it's terrible like you know he has to see this body he's in now and the last thing he saw before all of a sudden he's not in his own body and anymore is a mirror just barreling towards him, flashing all these different bodies. That you know what I mean? That's like, also
1: fair, yeah. So mirrors are just not a good thing in this. No,
0: like <laughs> it's part of a ritual that trapped you in this old man's body, and you will soon die. Yeah. For you know, so I would assume, you know, so. She finds, but she does go up to the attic and finds this record called "The Conjure of Sacrifice," and she basically—it's it, Papa Justify reciting mm-hmm. a hoodoo ritual. And Papa Justify is the like—he's—he's he's the guy. This is this is the guy that yeah, we're...
1: he's the head priest, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what they call themselves. Yeah. That's gonna do the magic shit.
0: Correct. He's the one that is. Getting all of these bodies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so and Mama Cecile is the name of the the woman that's trying to get Kate Hudson's body because obviously their souls, I think, were killed pretty young, like in their like thirties, I think. So you know, being in a seventy-year-old woman and man and woman mm-hmm. bodies, like, not ideal when your soul's young. So they're like, yeah. okay, let's, we obviously want to get out. And he already has a body. He's the lawyer. So now we just have to find a body for Mama Cecile. So right. that's Kate Hudson. So we got to get her into that body. So Caroline is trying to take care of Ben, who is actually the lawyer in Ben's body. But Papa Justify is the lawyer. Does that make sense? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so she figures out. That Ben is scared of Violet, but she doesn't know why. Violet's making him drink these weird remedies, which she says are his medicines just ground up into a liquid. Which Caroline, sure. yeah, exactly. Caroline doesn't question at first, but then she starts to because she's starting to read Ben's face, you mm-hmm. know, and his starting to really bond with him and pay attention to him more and one night ben tries to escape on the roof a man that's had a major stroke tr- fucking crawls out his second story window to try to get out of the fucking house and even wrote help me on a sheet in fucking dirt mhm like yeah i'd fucking think that something was <laughs> going on she's oh, like oh for sure okay. like He's getting drugged. That's what I would think. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I wouldn't think it was magic initially. I'd be like, she's drugging him to keep him sick because she wants to. It's Munchausen by proxy, is what I would think. Right. You know. Agreed. Either way, you got to get him out. Either way, it's the same, you know, solution here. You get him the fuck out. So she goes to the lawyer. Now, the act, not the act, you know, Papa justify in the lawyer's body, but she doesn't know that. And she's like, he wrote Help Me, all this stuff, but she doesn't realize that he's playing her.
1: Yeah, that is the shitty part. She's really smart this whole time, except she doesn't know about the lawyer. So she'll keep telling him shit that she shouldn't, and that's how she's getting caught.
0: Well, and you as the viewer don't know either. And, of course, he's just like, none of this is real. It's all fake. They're just mm-hmm. super old people because he's also trying to play into – he's Baptist. He doesn't believe this shit,
1: you know? Right. But even that that sheet that he wrote Help Me in Dirt on, she keeps. And she shows it to the lawyer, and then all of a sudden it's just gone after that. Interesting.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Which you assume that Violet washed it and put it back.
1: but like she probably found it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, he fucking told her where the fuck it was.
0: Yep. Yeah. So when now that she's spilling all this she goes around to some of these older houses where these older people live and still practice and she starts talking about the record she has and this old blind woman basically says if you had that record you wouldn't fucking say you had that record for the most part right. and she's just so creepy yeah she kind of starts gathering information and the more information she gathers like you know if you lay down brick dust in a line. Goofa dust. Anyone trying to harm you cannot cross it. And so now she's starting to think well if I use these tactics against them maybe yeah. I can like play their game but what she's she starting
1: to believe.
0: Exactly. What she doesn't realize is to do that you have to also start believing and so she's starting to believe. Yep. And even at one point Ben starts to regain some ability to speak and begs him to get him away from Violet. So Caroline decides that one night they're going to get away from her. And she also discovers that Violet can't cross the brick line she lays down. So obviously she intends to harm her. Right. So she, now, one, she believes. Two, she's got an escape plan. But now that she believes, they can use this against her. Right. because. Obviously, they've been around for hundreds of years. They're incredibly powerful. Yeah. You, as a little first-timer that got some brick dust, you ain't going to do shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, she tries to drug her, and she slows her down because she dumps some drugs in her tea, which, good job. Like, modern yeah. medicine, if you just knock a bitch out, she can't put a spell on you, so fair. But the lawyer also is involved yep. with her she gets out
1: of there she fucking gets out of there she gets ben into a safe space and then fucking goes to the lawyer for safety god damn it
0: yep she was so fucking close
1: mm-hmm.
0: so close i mean like i said this plot's pretty simple like i know we're just flying through this but it's it's very simple get her back in the house and she's had like throughout this whole thing there's this scene where she has a dream and as a kid like she wakes up like there's all this creepy imagery she wakes up her lips are sewn shut her eyes are sewn shut like there is like in between here some very creepy imagery going on mm-hmm. and they use some very dark scenes and you know and just the whole house is very creepy because it's a very old plantation home
1: mm-hmm. you know Well, you think it's a ghost movie in the beginning because they talk about the ghosts around. So you're just waiting to see things or hear things. And they keep that creepiness up. You just don't ever see or hear the things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also, the twists, like your first time watching it, they are like, okay. You know, as a seasoned horror person, are you surprised? No, not really. But this is a pretty good starter film, I feel like. Like, if you really just want someone to watch a horror movie that's not that intense, that's not mm-hmm. shocking, that's not gory, because it's not gory at all. There's mm-hmm. no blood. Like, she breaks her legs at one point, and ha- Violet does, and has to stand up on them, but no bones poke out. You're just kind of like, ooh, that has to hurt. Right. That's about it, though. So it's PG thirteen, like it's not intense at all. You know what I mean? Right. It's right. a. I think it's a pretty good starter movie. I would start my kid on this. Like, if yeah, there's a no
1: sex in it either. Nope. Like you would see in more horror, other horror movies. So yeah, no, I love this movie. I think it's totally entertaining and totally fun, and it's got that. I know it's in the south and it's hot and you, it looks kind of like summer to me, but it still feels kind of fall
0: yeah well and it's because it rains and storms a lot you know and it's swampy and it's just the only things that i like you said there's like if there's nudity it's like a a bare shot of her back when she's like getting in the shower it's not sexualized at all you know but she go basically she's this is like the last final like fight scene she's got to fight them off Which is in the dark. They're shooting a shotgun at her, which I'm assuming is just more of a fear tactic, or Mm -hmm. Violet is, which I'm like, that's the body you want, though. Like, that doesn't really make sense. But then it's like, well, I guess you could always get another one because if she's going to go off and like tell on you and lock you up, then the whole thing kind of shuts down. So I guess better kill her than be exposed for being like an abuser towards your husband and get locked up. So maybe that was the thinking there. But she calls she's fighting with Cara, with uh, excuse me Violet and Luke, and because she gets trapped at the house because Violet puts a spell and says, "Don't let her leave this house, you know, like so she can't yeah. go anywhere. She ain't leaving. And she calls her friend Jill, and she calls 911 for help, and she believes Violet is smart, which is actually Cecile. She has a paper in her hand that says, like, Spell of Protection or something, which was a trap. Yeah. Which is really smart. I guess the person that you're trying to get their body needs to set themselves up for this. So she goes up to the attic, gets everything she needs, Caroline does. To set herself up in this circle of protection, so she thinks. She has to cut her hair. She has to bleed. She has to draw a circle, a couple circles around her in a very specific pattern. Do some salt. What she actually does is she makes a circle that she can't leave.
1: Yeah. but before we get to that point, just because now I'm on a crusade with people not kicking, there's a point when she's getting chased and she's on lattice to get on top of a roof. And she fucking kicks that motherfucker right in the face. And I'm like, yes.
0: I I like like." her as a character. She's super sexy. She does not fuck, like, she does not go down for anything. She, like, tells them Mm -hmm. to fuck off. Even when she's, like, working for them, she doesn't even, like, she's, I wouldn't say disrespectful to Violet, but she never trusts her. And she makes that Mm -hmm. very clear. She's like, you're a shady bitch, and I'm watching you. And it's like, ooh.
1: Right. Well, they definitely make that point clear that she is going to be for the elderly male character, period, because of the stuff with her dad. She's very, she's overly there for Ben, like any little thing. She's like, how can I help? She's like, I don't believe in hoodoo, but he does. I'm going to try to do this. But as soon as there's an elderly woman in the picture, she's like, fuck you.
0: Right, and that's even, like, the man that died
1: in the beginning was an elderly
0: man. She wants to care for an elderly man. It's very all about, like, what happened with her father and the fact that she doesn't – because Violet wasn't kind to her from the beginning. So she's like, I'm just here to help. Like, he's dying whether I'm here or not. Like, she clearly is like, I'm over your shit before I even know you. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, unfortunately, though, she traps herself in a circle where she can't move, and so they can successfully – Take over her body, which they do. So, Caroline's spirit, soul, whatever you want to say, goes into the old woman of Violet. Cecile successfully takes over Caroline's body. So, now Caroline and Luke are actually Justify and Cecile. And so they get to continue to live their life. As Caroline, she says, is 25. And Luke probably looks like he's in his, like, maybe 29 or so. He's yeah. a, an attorney. So, he's had to go through law school. So, you know like they just keep getting now they have full lives ahead of them all over again oh yeah
1: and we found out earlier that they took over a couple little kids oh yeah so they started from scratch at what like 10
0: yeah they took over their i think their slave their owners their masters yeah. kids
1: uh-huh and then they straight up these people just freaking lynched this couple they thought in the front yard just right away and that's so scary because you know that those were little kids yep, that had no idea what was going on all of a sudden they're like "Ooh, maybe dad will save us nope dad's hanging us Jeez. jesus
0: no it's an actually pretty intense story behind that too yeah which it's hard to say like yes they're the antagonists in this but also if you flip the
1: script a little bit yeah, they yeah. were gonna get lynched like right away.
0: So, really, they were self preserving, and right. the white people were gonna lynch them. And they were like, Well, not anymore, now it's your kids. And that's, yeah, for the children, but they were gonna grow up to be slave owners too. Yeah. So, it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know that. Like, it's cool. not
1: good, we know it's not good, but at the same time, you know, maybe a little revenge.
0: Maybe like a little good. <laughs> think, well, it was like honestly, I don't like do. I don't. Know. It's it's a hard it's a hard thing to say without somebody getting mad about it. But you know, like,
1: yeah.
0: oh well, <laughs> it's not real. That's the. It's not. It's exactly. not. Exactly. But the slaves won out, and now they get to live forever in white people's bodies. Like, yeah, unfortunately, because she even says like I, you know, I wanted a black one this time right and she's like well the black ones don't believe like they they're hard to they do believe so they won't come here and stay once they see all this spooky shit going on they're out so they
1: have seen that movie before
0: yeah they're out and that's why (laughs) they tried to get the nurse before and she fucking left she was like nope so yeah and i like you said i know this is kind of like a quick little i knew i knew this movie like it doesn't have a ton of depth like yes you get the backstory with the slaves and switching bodies with the children like you just talked about but really it's all about they get this woman in to take over her body in it in hoodoo magic like that's it's pretty simple once you get down to it but like you said it's a really really good starter movie in my opinion because Mm -hmm. when i was a kid Like I knew that they were former slaves, but like it didn't really register to me the severity of like the lynching and all that, you
1: know. Yeah, I
0: bet. Like it does like a little bit, but when you know that like they got the kids, you don't realize that the kids are you just kind of are Are the
1: ones that just got hung.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. just like, well, they, like, moved on. Their souls moved on because they were mad. No, that's not what happened.
1: <laughs> Incorrect.
0: Yeah, it's not just because they were magic and they got mad and now their souls are moving on for revenge That and they took over their kids. No, no. They switched.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They did a swap. But, it's like I said, it's still PG-13. It's a good starter horror movie, in my opinion, because, like we said, no gore. There's no nudity. There's no sex. And not that those things are inherently bad if you have that kind of relationship and openness with your kids, depending on where they are in their horror journey or just their your sex talk with them journey. I'm not a parent. It's not my place. But, you know, like depending on where how you are comfortable talking to them about that. But. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd still probably give it, like, a three because it's not, like, great, you know, but (laughs) it's a pretty solid, fun film, so that's kind of where I stand on it. I really enjoy it. I love this movie, but as far as just, like, horror film quality goes, it's, like, a three, like, you know, Yeah, but it's still recommended, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. Probably about a three, maybe even a four. I actually had a lot of fun with this. It definitely felt fall to me, and... I don't know. I hadn't seen it in a while. So watching it again, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot I liked this movie. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I definitely like was like, oh, do I give it a four? Do I give it a three? Uh, you know, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you want to look, I I didn't pull it up, but I'm going to pull it up now. I mean, people typically don't actually like this movie. I mean, it's not terrible. The audience scores a 58 percent, which does kind of align with about a three star review. Critics gave it about a 38, so it's not like the worst, but it's definitely like not the best. It is a pretty middle of the road movie. That's pretty much the consensus. Yeah. So, you know, this oh, it's got a the in front of it. It's the skeleton key. Excuse me. Oh, it's the me. skeleton key. <laughs> <laughs> it had a pretty big budget too, but it did pretty well at the box office. Forty seven million. You know,
1: dang nice. Well, it had big people in it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. John Hurt's, the only trivia I had was uh, John Hurt said he would do that scene where he was on the roof. And they were like, no, 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 no. You are an old man. We're going to get a stunt person for it. That's all I have.
0: Somebody else has fallen off the roof.
1: <laughs> exactly. We are. Well, he's Sir John Hurt. They're like, we're not, we're not, we're not breaking Sir anything.
0: You don't, we're not breaking Sirs anything.
1: <laughs> That's
0: fair. <laughs> you know, and people are like, it's goofy and there's filters and morphing effects it was 2005
1: exactly calm
0: down and that review was written in 2018 so I just feel like you also and for 2005 honestly I thought it looked pretty good because you have to remember what else was going on in 2005 there wasn't a ton there I mean there were some pretty good zombie movies and things like that but for this kind of film it actually did pretty well in my opinion there were some lame like little effects here and there, but nothing that really ever took me out of the film in my opinion. So
1: Yeah oh, no. great. I thought it was nice. I liked it. Yeah.
0: So I'm glad I put this like on the schedule. I was like, oh Skeleton Case. So <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this review. If you haven't watched it in a while or ever seen it, I'm really interested to see what you think because I feel like some people are gonna be like that movie's fucking garbage. But I don't know. I feel like some people actually think it's kind of fun. So let us know what you think. Hopefully you know where to find us by now. But if you're new, (laughs) hey, Instagram's The Extra Sisters (laughs) Podcast. Facebook is The Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is The Extra Sisters. Patreon, again, happy birthday to those two patrons from the beginning, Cynthia and Jordan. Happy birthday. (laughs) You can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters Podcast. 2020 was kind of a weird time to launch Patreon, so that's been kind of weird. Right not exactly everything we had ever hoped for but thank you so much to our patrons for the support this year especially this year Mm -hmm. but we do have some ideas for patreon we do push some special content over there there are two tiers so if you'd like to go check out our patreon head over there thank you so much to our patrons for your support we really appreciate it
1: yes thank you guys so much and once again happy birthday jordan and cynthia and next time beauty and terror meet in your seat till then stay creepy